Spark of Courage is a podcast that promotes healing through storytelling. I am Alex Dragne, a writer, healer, and empath. And my purpose is to invite and hold space for those of us who suffer with chronic illness and nervous system dysregulation. It is my mission to give a voice to those voiceless parts of ourselves, the ones too deep and deemed too shameful to share. Trauma deepens when we are by ourselves with our pain And I believe that the path toward healing becomes clearer when we take action and dare shine a light on the dark sides of our psyches. Throughout the coming episodes, I'll be weaving in my eclectic set of passions. My prayers for these story threads to ignite the spark of courage within your very depths and bring to light the kind of life you are meant to live. I am grateful to share my own healing journey with you. Welcome. Trigger warning. Today's episode contains sensitive and potentially triggering content, including references to suicidal ideation. Please visit the show notes for resources and support. Hello, Courageous Soul. In this episode, I'd like to talk about healing and what healing means to me. So I look at healing as a coming home to self, self with a capital S, coming back home to our soul, to our true essence. And this coming back home is done by reintegrating parts of us that have become wounded, forgotten, pushed aside, uncovering layers of shadow, of wounding from trauma, socialization, broken family systems. But really this inner core remains unbroken, buried underneath all these layers And that coming back home to ourselves, back to wholeness, is as much a journey of unpacking these layers upon layers of wounding, but also a rediscovery of who we really are underneath the ego, underneath the pain. Who are we authentically when we are connected to our inner authority and to our inner truth? Who may we become If we start to connect and touch back with that inner essence, that unique inner essence. I really truly starting my healing path, my path to wholeness through illness. As far back as 2015, I started to get some symptoms. I would always joke that I had turned 25 and apparently that's the cutting point at which you start to get older. (laughs) And at first they were little symptoms and they increasingly grew so much so that I thought it necessary to start going to the doctor and get things checked out. I knew that something was off and I got it investigated, but I didn't listen to my body enough to make the changes that I needed to make. It got worse because my body was sending me signals that things were off and I didn't listen. And I did get the inevitable health scare at the doctor's office. And I say inevitable in retrospect because seven years later, I am now on this healing path, on this healing journey that really first started with those symptoms because... When we don't pay attention to our bodies, to the inner signals that our soul sends us, they become insistent and more and more insistent. 
my body was sending me signals that I wasn't living an authentic life. I wasn't living in alignment with what I truly wanted, with what my soul essence truly wanted. And it was all the way from little things like setting boundaries with the people around me to bigger things like following my passions and spending my time on things that I truly loved. Dr. Gabor Mate in The Myth of Normal says that disease is not the authenticity instructor I would wish for any of us. Major calamities of the body and mind are only the latest and loudest summons from essential parts of ourselves we have lost touch with. To make such drastic signals less necessary, we can get better at hearing and heeding the more subtle alerts our lives unfailingly send our way before they become a clamor. And he discusses some of those strategies in chapter 28 of this book. So for me, disease in the form of a chronic illness became my authenticity instructor, and it still is to this day. I have come so far, and I have increased my awareness of where I'm living outside of my core. And yet, to undo a lifetime of patterns, of behaviors that have led me to where I am today will take a long time. And it was only sometime in 2023, so eight years after I started becoming aware of actual bodily symptoms, that it dawned on me that I've been actively obsessing to find a cure. And inadvertently, I stumbled on the healing path on this journey back to myself. And right now, although a cure would be nice, of course, I would like to be back to full health. I would like my chronic symptoms to stop. I would like to live life in a body that is vibrant and full of health. I'm no longer obsessing over this search for a cure because I have stumbled on this healing path and I will never go back. The search to return back to wholeness, although it's not a destination because I don't think we're ever fully healed or enlightened, but just being on this path with that, that goal to connect back to my inner essence is is truly a life's work that I cherish. And I definitely don't want to go back. And I want to be very clear, this isn't about blaming the victim. It's not about guilt tripping. It's not about blaming myself that I caused my chronic symptoms. It's just about taking responsibility that... Being becoming aware, really, taking responsibility and becoming aware that my body has been sending me these signs, these very loud, loud signs that all was not well. And now it's about tracing back and trying to unravel the web of how can I start to live a life that is more authentic? How can I embrace joy every day? How can I follow my heart's desires without guilt? How can I set healthy boundaries so that I am living 
that life of authenticity more of the time. And as part of this process of coming back home to myself, it took me about a year and a half of active inner work by myself in myriad ways, also active inner work with a counselor, somatic massage, family constellations work, human design and the gene keys, contemplations and reflections, and masterminds and many other books and classes and modalities that I'm likely forgetting now. Like I said, I was really obsessing over a cure. (laughs) Anyway, it took me about a year and a half of this active work to admit to myself what I already knew to be true within, that I knew in my very core, I knew in my bones to be true. It took me this long to peel back layers of the ego, of conditioning, of shoulds and have-tos, to admit to myself that I am a writer and I want to devote a part of my life at least, a part of myself at least, to writing. Not really giving a darn about what actually comes out of it, to monetize it or make a living out of it. And really, I believe that the intention behind doing anything is crucial because it can sap out all the creative urges of a beautiful activity if the main intention behind it is to make money. And to me, that intention that is authentic is to share a part of my soul through my writing and through that touch another soul's essence, bring some light into the world with my words, help someone else that sees themselves mirrored in my own life and in that shared experience of humanity. And after uncovering this writing creative part of me that I have ignored for so long, comes the next hard part after gaining awareness, action to write over, sorry for the pun, to write over the programming of a lifetime, to spend time in that liminal space of inspiration, of quiet and peace, moments unburdened by worries or stressors, where inspiration and creative urges seem to effortlessly drop in and create magic. And I wonder how many of us allow ourselves the luxury of sitting alone in quiet contemplation, that space between meditation and deep prayer, intense focus. Just that space in between where you're contemplating. The space that seems to have us just ripe for beautiful insights to drop in. I realized that I used to spend so much time in that space, in that liminal space, in that threshold, when I was a kid. I recall a time when I was supposed to be doing my homework. I was alone in my room. And I began daydreaming. I cooked up this beautiful story. I wish I could remember it now, but I know it was to do with sci-fi. I used to watch all the sci-fi shows with my dad that we used to get in post-communist Romania. And I remember creating this beautiful story, sci-fi story with aliens. And I spent probably a good half hour just daydreaming and coming up with this beautiful, fun story that I really relished. And what I do recall about that day makes me sad now. 
I never wrote it down because I had to do my homework. I also never told anyone. I never felt like it would have been appropriate to ask permission to stop my homework just to write down this story. I don't know why. And it makes me think, how many times did I completely destroy these creative urges and never allowed them time to flow out of me into the world? Not with the intention of necessarily doing anything with them, just purely for the creative joy of it, for playing, playing in that threshold between worlds. And rather than keeping these creative urges in, I want to share this part of me that I've been nurturing, that I've been keeping close to my heart. I gave myself the gift sometime last year of joining a beautiful writing circle. And in that circle, I allowed my creative light to shine because I felt safe in this sacred container. And I was surprised by what I found. I started writing poetry. And it's still a part of me that I'm a little bit scared to share. But rather than allowing these pieces to simply sit on my computer until I can reach a place where I've perfected them enough that the world can see, I'd rather share it with you because perhaps it'll give you courage to allow the creative parts of you to come out to light, to play, to do the things that make you happy, that bring you joy, that perhaps nobody else understands, to start drawing again, even if all you can do is stick figures, to start putting pen to paper, to start singing again, to start jumping, to start dancing again, to start spending time in the threshold between worlds, between waking and sleeping, in the magical places where we can touch in the divine, where we can get closer to our inner essence and to our inner truth that grounds us in our humanity. And I really believe we need more humanity today. So here's a poem I wrote. It's entitled, Bad Little Girl. Does anyone else wonder if they matter? Does anyone else fantasize about running away? Does anyone else daydream if they'll be missed? In ancient times, not long ago, I used to plan my funeral song not long ago. Not a sweet lullaby for the sweet girl who died too young. It's a wild rock ballad. It's an anthem I would like to live up to. Never look back and say, could have been me, they sing. I wish I had the strength to live up to that refrain. I wish I wasn't so restrained. And instead unfurled myself out into the world with the strength of a thousand silent cries, singing to the wind, to the trees, to the moon, unafraid of listeners, dancing in the sea, unafraid of watchers. I don't want to live in a world where it takes courage to be myself. I don't want to live in a body I have scarred and marred with my learned hate. I don't want to accept and yet, I have no choice. I chose this life, and although I don't recall that fateful choice, I can choose it again and again. It is mine to live in ancient times. Not long ago, I decided. I decided it didn't matter 
if I mattered to the world. I'd rather be too busy living a life I won't regret. I'd rather be too busy being a bad little girl. I'd rather be too busy singing to plan my funeral song. So, courageous soul, if I have mustered the courage to read you my very rough draft of one of my first poems in over 30 years, then will you do me a favor and find the courage to do the thing that you love today? Will you find the courage to do the thing that brings you joy, a smile to your face? Will you find the time to play with your inner child? Will you find the time to just play? Hit the subscribe button if you'd like to stay tuned for future episodes. If you've enjoyed these contemplations, you can help spread the word by rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also tell Alex what resonated by taking a screenshot and sharing it on Instagram. Follow and tag her on Instagram at alexdragney.healing. <laughs>